five years old tops. Oh, okay. Maybe three. Yeah. Well, it's not that I felt old. It's that it was my biggest financial mistake. Oh, okay. I think she means you're old enough to where, like, you in you invested in dirt when it was invented. <laughs> I'm so old. When I was born, a dollar was worth a dollar. <laughs> uh, I loved your, your fans only. Yeah. Uh, line and the why it's so funny is because it's only fans and I love oh. that about <laughs> you. I love that about you and I hope that you continue to be all the good traits of my father Outed. for as long as I know you. Kodiak Black, I love you so much. Yeah. I love you so much. That's a great song. Anyway. Uh, uh. Matthew Quirk, everyone. Yay. <laughs> all right. We got a new dude here. At the Joke Workshop, clap your hands in a wild slappy life motion for Brett Salazar. Well, thank you guys so much for letting me come out here. Yeah, this is my first time doing comedy, first set ever, so <laughs> a little nervous. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no need for feedback. It's gonna be so bad that <laughs> you guys won't know where to start. Uh, but yeah, we were talking a little bit about the new normal tonight. Uh, and there, I mean, new normal, it sucked for a lot of things, but I think there are some things that have been kind of positive about it. Uh, they kind of got rid of parking tickets for a minute, and that was really nice. Um, I feel like I have a unique struggle with, like, the little one-seated devil mobilists that come, come around giving tickets. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys can tell from my outfit, but like Matthew, I also live in a van, so <laughs> I share a lot of the same struggles. <laughs> so... Parking tickets when you live in a van, I don't really consider them parking tickets. They're more like uh, mortgage payments. <laughs> and so, and you feel like a you feel like a mortgage payment would be like a more serious thing if you missed it. But if they foreclose on your house, nothing really happens. Uh, if you get enough parking tickets, they literally take your home away, <laughs> and it's a little more rough. And so, yeah, sure enough, that kind of you know happened to me the other day. I was rocking around trying to find where I parked my van, and. Uh, it's 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 uh, you guys haven't seen it yet, but it really stands out. It's like a uh, Lady Gaga's meat dress at a PETA convention, you know. <laughs> you really, <laughs> it's not it's not easy to to miss. Uh, yeah, the they took it away, and all they left was like a calling card uh, with an address of like where they were holding it hostage. So I had to roll down to the tenderloin, and uh, this impound lot was exactly as you expected. You know, big barbed wire fences. Uh, I went inside. It's this little eighty-year-old Asian lady behind two inches of. Um, like bulletproof glass. So I knew I had like only two options here. I either go with the honey approach or the vinegar approach. And uh, the bulletproof glass made me think the vinegar approach probably wasn't gonna work. <laughs> so I went with the honey, you know, try to sweet talk her a little bit. You know, how's your day going? Having a little bit of a bad day myself. Uh, and so I was like, hey, can you, can you help me out or something? You know, like, can I, can I fight this? Or is there, is there any options here? Uh, and she was like, well, I can ask you some questions and might be able to give you a discount. I was like, oh, that sounds great. And so um, she asked me a question. First question is, um, are you homeless? You know, I looked at her and I was like, of course, as of a few hours ago. <laughs> and so, yeah, she pulled out um, a few sticks that they had in the back and like a tarp and some duct tape. And she brought me to like a side lot they had. Uh, and she was like, all right, um, you just have to build a tent and we can give you your van back. Uh, and I was like, okay, great. And I'm embarrassed to say it took me like a full 20 minutes, but um, I wasn't able to do it. And so my van's still there, and if anyone has like a place for me to crash tonight, uh, and you like my set, please let me know. So. Thank you, guys. Brett 
awesome. Your closer is great with the asking people for a place to stay. That's super, super funny. Um, one little thing about microphones. I know it's COVID times and it's super scary, but the closer it is to your chin, the better just for us to hear you, just for volume. It's like a technical thing. But um, really funny joke. Um, and it's really great that you called back to the last comic because that shows that you're being like, um, it, you're being there, you're in the moment and you're just flowing. And so even if it's written stuff, it feels like it's just coming off you because you riffed and it's like, oh look, he's in the moment. So I thought that was nice. Um, the only thing I would add is something um, in between. For b when you get the tickets, then you get a boot. And I think there's a joke in there about getting a boot and only having one boot and not having enough money for boots or something. And then it's just like another step in the joke that you can get another laugh out of, maybe, if you want. Okay, that was all I have. But it was great. That was fucking great for your first time. Holy shit. But before we do other things, just clap. Can we clap again just because that was amazing for a first time? Yay, first time. No, you're still no, going. No, we're you still, still have you get four minutes of comments. I just wanted people to give you props. So, yeah, it was a really good. It didn't sound like your first set. It, yeah, we had good presence and everything. Uh, but as you can imagine, I've got like uh, eight minutes on band stuff, so you better stay in your lane, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the moment you said something, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think that you are fucking really funny, and you got that cadence already done. You have the blah to you, and that's cool. You know what I mean? You have like the hand gestures. You have the cadence. That's, that's amazing. And uh, I think the only thing that, that I would add would be the w – it's exactly what you imagine. There's barbed wire fans. There's, there's heroin needles and shit all over the place. It's just like the Tenderloin. It's exactly as you imagine it would be. There's dead people. They're on fire. It's great. It's the Tenderloin. Something along those lines. You know what I mean? But your, sh your shit's dope, dude. God bless you. Yeah, it was yeah that was really good. Uh, I just like a small little thing that I think would be funny. I think you, you were like when your, when your car got impounded, you were like, so I was walking around looking for my van, and I think this is really cute. I look for my fans, but as I like to call it, my home. I think that could just be like a little callback to the home thing. I was kind of waiting for that, but it wasn't there. But overall, that was yeah, really good. One more comment from Tyler. It's crazy how like all the comments are like tagged um, on your first set. Um, but uh, so I I, I liked um, uh, like that you're you're paying these parking tickets. Like it's your your, your mortgage. Um, it's like it's just how you contribute alternative lifestyle while paying these bills. Coming up next, um, I hope that his show is coming back at the ballpark. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. But before the second lockdown, he had a wonderful show on Thursday uh, out in the uh, marina. Put your hands together right now for Pete Ballmer. Keep it going for Brett, everybody. Dude, when, when Matthew was doing the van shit, he was like, oh, fuck. And I was like, you got this. Don't worry. He could have done a lot more van stuff. Uh, sweet. Are you guys have you guys having a good New Year so far? Is everyone's year doing fucking? I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I'm trying to work on some stuff. I want you guys to help me out. I got something I'm trying to work on. So like, I like to joke around a lot. I like to mess around with my friends. One thing I do is uh, I like to say just kidding a lot. So I'll say some stupid shit that I don't mean, and then I'll be like just kidding. But I say my just kiddings too quickly, and so it ruins the effect. So I'm trying to add some more time on my just kiddings. Right, like three seconds about. So I need you guys to help me out. So like. What, uh, Shelby, what's your favorite food? Fucking terrible favorite food. 
So Dayton's weird. Uh, <laughs> dated an older woman uh, last year. I'm not kidding. No, <laughs> I fucking don't believe it. But you see, we, you, that's kind of a joke deal. Um, it's an open mic. We walk. We walk it through it. Uh, <laughs> I did. I dated an older woman last year. It was very weird because like we were in very different stages of our lives. Uh, you know, like she owned her own one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco. I'm renting an apartment. I got three roommates. We call it the beef house. It's great, but. Uh, very different feel. Uh, one time we were hanging out together and we were making out on her couch, right? <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, at one point, I was like, hey, we should probably go into your bedroom. She was like, we don't have to. And I came immediately. <laughs> she was like, whoa, what was, are you, are you okay there? What's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll get going again if we can just like watch whatever we want on TV with the volume above 48. <laughs> That do it for me. Uh, no, I do live. I do love, love my apartment. Um, we got a situ situation. Is like three guys, one girl. Three guys, one girl. Whenever people hear that, they're always like, "Oh, three guys, one girl. That girl must be super chill, huh? <laughs> that one girl must fucking not care about anything." It's like, yeah, she is. But maybe we're just all super clean and respectful. You ever consider that? And we're not. But neither is she. So it all works out, right? But uh, I've been trying to keep my apartment more clean recently. We've been working on that. Just because, like, I've been seeing it too much on, like, movies and TV shows. And, like, what I mean by that is, uh, so I watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix recently. That's a new show. And um, there's one point where the main character is, like, really fucking struggling. And she's just, like, at the bottom. She's just hit rock bottom. And she's, you know, getting fucked up all the time. Uh, and meanwhile, her house just looks like my apartment after a tame weekend. Like, I look around, and it's like, she's supposed to be doing real bad, but I'm like, damn, it looks like she had Lord of the Rings wrist night at her place last night. <laughs> What's she so sad about, you know? But it's tight. Um, did I have another thing on that before the next thing? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Uh, is your, na your name's Ian, right? Uh, what, what word do you say when someone opens the door on you when you're taking a shit? Holt? What? <laughs> like hold or holt? Oh, halt. Oh, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty <laughs> I was like, you just make up a word when that happens? Very good. I'm proud of you for knowing, though, because a lot of people, like, everyone has a word that they say, but you don't necessarily know what the word is until it happens, and then you have a word. Some people, some, some people are like, oh, someone's in here. It's like, yeah, they, they, you don't need to... Halt is great because it, it gives a plan of action. It gives you, you, you know, you get to express what you want to happen. They know what needs to happen. Mine, uh, I, real I found out what mine was the other day. Uh, my word when somebody walks in on me when I'm taking a shit is nope. <laughs> That's it, just nope. Whatever it is you're looking for, not in here, not now. But it's still, nope is kind of friendly and polite compared to like, no, you know, so... Yeah, that was the thing I thought about. Um, I uh, when I was a kid, I used to have I used to have a favorite shirt. I would always have a favorite shirt at any given point in time, and I would tell everyone what my favorite shirt was, right? And so like now, I still have a favorite shirt, but that information is confidential. It's just like too much power, I think, to give to someone to you know let them know what my favorite shirt is. Like imagine if you guys all knew that this was my favorite shirt, and they walk up, they're like, oh, this guy's, this must be a big fucking deal. He's wearing his favorite shirt right now. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, that's all I wanted to work on. Thanks, guys.
excited about it. we laughed our asses off i was yo hell yeah I the tag team on holt <laughs> <laughs> yo just a comedic duo that right was here cr- fucking that crushing was exceptional. it exceptional yeah. that was phenomenal love it you're amazing you haven't lost the cadence the timing none of that you're so fantastic i love you on twitter i love you in real life you're so funny mark you're such a um, sweetheart never change the god bless you and the, uh the risk lord of the rings uh, that just you're just such a fucking. You're just so you. I love you. I wrote that Thanks, down man. too. I write, I heart you. You are so you. That's so funny because no, but it totally works because even I loved the punchline volume above forty eight. And what the fuck is that? But you made it work because it's you, and it's so funny and it's so specific and perfect. And that's what I love about it. It isn't trite or weird. It's people like you're specifically you, and nobody's you. And yeah. that, I loved it. Thank and you. And the crowd. I mean, no, you're great. And I'm sorry, blowing so much smoke up here. It's not smoke. You're really Blow funny. Blow away, Pam. Um, the uh, great, <laughs> the great crowd work, like the shit joke. It's so good. You like, totally were in the moment and involved, and it totally worked. And it was super funny. And you were right there, like, in the moment. It was really great. Oh, that's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. It's the first time I've done the shit thing, so I'm it glad was it was really good. good. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, oh boy, Tyler. He says something about the the, the blonde. Like, what was it? The blonde. Um, the blonde, the blonde draining. draining from his body. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, who, where does these kind, where do these yeah. kind of come from? Like, how many dr- drugs? In the, uh, were you just sober? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Where forty eight was the volume? You know yeah, what I mean? So like, funny. oh, mm. my God, I Enough just came. Good numbers. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the quote earlier was, "All the blonde has drained from my spirit," <laughs> <laughs> so that we know that's what perfect. that was. I love that. But but it's about the specificity, and that's what yeah. makes it funny. And volume above forty eight, it's like. It's so good. Awesome. So, yay. Well, thank you so much, guys. Yay! <laughs> Is your show coming back? Uh, yes, we're working on it. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yay! Well, that's exciting. Yeah, next um, Wednesday is Asiento, and the beauty of Asiento is that they have a covering, so if it does rain, everybody can still be there. Yay. And there's and we're almost sold out. There's only like three tickets left or something ridiculous. So so people can come and hang out across the street, and it'll be really fun. This Wednesday has Orion Levine, Drea Myers, Rob Edwards, Lauren Kraut, and damn, it's so always hard to remember the last person. Gabby Pochia. Gabby motherfucking Pochia. Look at that. And that's, you know what's so great too is that there's four women on the bill. I know, right? Well, no, I mean, I'm trying. There was a secret female bacon for a while, and I was so butthurt that I wasn't a part of it. And then I found out about it, and then they let me be a part of it, and then they kicked me out of it. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) I got in, and then I got canceled. And I was like, what did I do? I'm like a lady, and I own a place so why you don't want to suck my dick bro um i'm gonna i'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run around and i'm gonna do a couple things just since you're all here and you're all inside yay All the microphones are belong to me. Yay! Uh, my clit is so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring. 
I have a very large, small dick. That's the thing, is that clitorises are actually dicks. When children are in the utero, this is a little too much TED Talk. I get it, a little too much background. But until like 19 weeks, they're exactly the same. And then the little, the balls go down and the little eggs go up and they're like the same. And the dick becomes a dick or it becomes a clitoris. And they have the same amount of nerve endings in the entire dick as the clitoris does. It's, see, we're better. <laughs> we're better, we're smaller, <laughs> we're cuter, we're smarter, and we create life. I'm super excited. I read a lot of Marxism just because, you know, I'm a communist. I'm not a communist. I know communism only works with small groups of 50 or less. I know. You have to know everybody's first and last names. I get it. But Marxism is great because he was the first feminist. He didn't even know it. But he was constantly talking about, like, how labor is important, you know, how the means of production and, like, women literally are the means of production, and the way that we make that happen is through labor. Your words. <laughs> La value labor. This is the weirdest thing. You have a baby. Oh, except that, like, I, as a nanny, can take care of your baby for money, but if you have a baby, you don't get any money. <laughs> is the work any different? If it's your baby and I take care of it, I get paid, but if it's my baby, I get nothing. Why have babies? You dumb bitches. Like, we have... You didn't have to. <laughs> oh, wait, we did, because we, we didn't get to have land. And we were, oh, my God, I have to pay families. I started feminism, the age of me. I'm really excited because I finally got a teaching job, and I'm going to be paid, like, what I'm worth. So I was really worried for a minute, because I was like, I have two master's degrees, and the only way to keep Mutiny Radio open is for me to have an OnlyFans account. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? I'm going to read. I was like, well, what am I going to do for my OnlyFans? I'm going to read A Room of One's Own by Virginia Woolf just naked. But the funny, yeah, right? So I'll be like, feminism, bitches. But also, I don't shave anything. So it's like, oh, are these unshaven legs sexy? <laughs> I thought a spider, like, ran across my legs. No, that's pubic hair. Like, that's <laughs> what's happening here. Okay? Is it not sexy? <laughs> oh, what if I'm naked and I'm reading A Room of One's Own? What if I take an extra microphone and I put it up my back? Is that sexy? Because it's very hairy. <laughs> it's like, oh, so gross. I did actually shave the crotch site uh, because, like, I finally fin I got I got laid. Um, I got some I got some big D from my XB. <laughs> That's why I'm not asking acting so scary. <laughs> like, oh, I got a rat thing now. Like, ugh. You gotta go back to people who are familiar with the crash site, you know? It's COVID times. Like, you're not just gonna let anybody spelunk around in there. Like, it's, I mean, I was born in 74. Like, I know Vietnam ended, but the bush is real. <laughs> like, you can get lost in there, deep in the bush. But so I did try to trim it up because I was like, no one should have to see my butthole hairs. And um, so I, s like, I started kind of like to the back, and then I was like, oh, I can't see anything. I'm old, tried to put the glasses on. You got to get close. And I was like looking in them. There's no possible way to figure that out. Uh, so I'm shaving, and then I like, I went down the side, and then I was like, oh, I should do this part. And then I like realized that I had to shave myself straight, and it was like one side was like super into the side, and it was the other, and I was like, ah. Oh. I'm like asking the cats, help me, and they just meow. <laughs> They're like not helpful <laughs> at all. I'm like, is it straight? They're like, meow. So <laughs> I start shaving the other side, and I go kind of too far. But then I found a bald spot, and I'm like, no! So I'm like, oh, it looks like, it kind of looked like Groucho Marx threw up on my, it was weird. It was a lot of mustaches. It was very confusing. So I decided to start, it start from the top and shave down another slippery slope. <laughs> like, you can't suddenly, what's going on? 
so the front looked cool and the back I thought was fine. But then in the middle, there's all this stuff. I'm like, you're supposed to get this stuff too. I don't watch porn, so I have no idea how to quaff the crush light. I have no idea what I'm going for at all. I'm just, it's like blind leading the blind. I'm literally blind, like just shaving really, <laughs> like my, and my razor's like a year and a half old. Like I have no idea what's happening. So I, I do, I do kind of the middle part. And then I realized later on in the day, the actual purpose for pubic hair. Um, it's to funnel the pee into the toilet. You're all guys, so you have no idea what I'm talking about because you have like an automatic funnel that can go anywhere you want. You're like, ah, ha, ha. I don't understand why guys just don't walk back backwards down the street and pee at the same time. <laughs> like I would, so if I could pee anywhere, <laughs> between cars, in elevators, like Bart would have no chance. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. And now I understand why people pee in elevators. You can, why not? But so I realized that pubic hair was to focus the pee into the toilet because it was all shorn down there like a like a wet baby lamb, and the pee goes everywhere. <laughs> You're the only one who knows, right? <laughs> I know the pain, and what are we doing it for? It's like so. You why it just it's, it doesn't look like a four-year-old girl's. It's dark and purple with age. It's like it is not. I tried, but then, so that's the other problem. So then you finally do that, and then you look in the mirror, and you're like, oh, God, now I have all these problems. <laughs> like, what am I going to, what do you just, you just sort of, like, get into the bleach? Is that, is that dangerous? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what people are doing. I don't watch porn. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I, I'm, my imagination is so vivid, I masturbate to podcasts. <laughs> that's <laughs> not not Joe Rogan. Fuck that guy. Everybody, everyone fucking loves Joe. I don't listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to my own podcast. Because <laughs> I'm a narcissist. And if I'm going to be masturbating anyways, I might as well really get it done. I am so, I'm like, God, Pam, you didn't say um or ah uh, once. Oh, uh. So while I was with my ex-boyfriend the other day and we were doing the nasty, I came so hard because he quoted well first first we were doing it and he put his hand on my lower back and then he quoted my joke he was like i'm putting my hand on your lower back so you can feel loved am i right and i was like ah, and i came so hard and i don't know if it's because he put his hand on my lower back or because he quoted my joke <laughs> like he quoted my joke <laughs> what <laughs> right I'm like, I never want to masturbate again. I, like, need to have a podcast of that moment. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to do porn. I'll just, like, start collecting MP3s <laughs> from the side and put them on later. <laughs> right? I'm just going to podcast sex. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yay! Thank you for all this money. Thanks for being here tonight. I think the rain stopped. That was Pam Benjamin, Yay. ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause, round of applause. Let her hear it. No, get back on the stage. Get back on the stage. We have we have comments and quotes and, and things we want to say. At least I do. So you got to get back up there. Can you turn the music up real quick so we can give you a, a music outro? There it is. Everyone, get your notes together. Get your notes together. We're playing around. Pam, I just I love your your cadence was so amazing and. You you act out and you like you do everything you like you you practice as you preach right like you you got down you did a little squat formation 
You know what I mean? It's a bunch of J-Cat comedians. And you did the damn thing. And I love the, the <laughs> and the, you know what I mean? You, you give them that every time. It's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. And you're so yourself. And I love that so much. And you're fantastic. And uh, next. Thanks, Mom. Ma'am, also, huge fan. But one thing that I wanted to say, your labor joke at the beginning with women, labor, that whole thing, so funny. You should extend that. You should do, like, a labor union joke. It's the PTA. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But, like, I knew you were a teacher at one point. You mm. could really have so much fun with that opening. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Go, go deeper with that. <laughs> I'm not copying you. Yeah, I liked all the stuff about the the OnlyFans with reading the book and stuff and, like, putting the mic up the vagina. I thought <laughs> all that was really funny. Uh, and I, I'm just going to say that uh, this because this this I know this fact and it's only useful sometimes. So I have to tell you this. But, like, I know that hyenas sometimes have clitorises as big as penises. Wow. So Ooh, I want to look that like shit up. I heard, I, I heard you say that, and I was like, and I thought of that, and I'm like, and I'm like, no, nah, don't tell her that. And then I was no, like, when am I ever going to, like, use this information? <laughs> I love information yeah, 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 yeah. like that. Hyenas have clitorises as big as uh, dog dicks, donkey dicks. They have donkey dicks, but they're hyenas. That's fantastic. I, I, I like the visual of, uh, like, the clean shaven. Uh, like, it was, you thought it was a spider running across your leg. And then I was really intrigued at first that it was a penis. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Right. Yes, it was just the breeze <laughs> fluttering the hair about, which was my or a ghost. <laughs> I also believe that my house is infested with ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Any other comments? Um, I really appreciate you all being here tonight, and thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio and Joe Workshop. Um, we have comedy now at Ostiento on Wednesdays. And I've been doing open mics on Fridays, I mean on Saturdays and Sundays from 4 to 6. And I put them on that outdoor bacon thing, but I try not to publicize too much because I don't want to be like, look, everybody gather. But technically, Mutiny Radio is a gallery, and galleries are allowed to be open at 20% capacity. It's on if people have masks on. And so we are, our capacity is 50, so it would be 10 people. So right now we're still in our bounds. So I just want yeah, to let everybody know like that's what's happening legally or whatever. But we have comedy at Ostiento on Wednesdays, and then it's going to be coming back at Resolute Bar on Sundays at 678 Erie. So I think our first show will be on Valentine's Day. And I'm booking all these shows. And then Atlas Cafe is coming back too. Atlas Cafe SF, we are going to do 2.30 p.m. comedy show on Saturdays there in the beautiful Parkland. Does anyone else have any, before we end, do, does anyone have anything to plug? Any Zoom shows or shows they're doing upcoming? Fuck Zoom, but uh, the Crazy Horse downtown San Francisco will be opening sometime in this month, February, and God bless and thank strippers! God. Strippers! Yeah, Crazy Horse is strippers. Matt Quirk has something to... The only thing I want to plug, I think we should start calling Zoom mics closed mics <laughs> from now on, just to be clear about what people are advertising. Fair enough. Well, thank you all for being here. Um... Be safe. Enjoy the rain. Yeah, Venmo is Mutiny Radio. All one word. It's Bert and Ernie as the icon. I know that's weird. It's such a long story. I just don't even have time. Like, <laughs> but um, thank you. And, and thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio and listening, everybody. And we stream live 24 hours a day. And, uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Bye.
Mexico with your friends at Mutiny Radio. St. Valentine's Day Mascara, streaming live on Facebook, Sunday, February 14th, 11 a.m., an international affair, hosted by Ms. Noir. Do you crave a carnal pleasure? Are you longing for some natural pleasure? Is it seduction from a certain trance that you sit in, or would you rather be ravaged by a woman and drive? Where's the ransom in the voyeuristic gratification? Is this murder libertine? And could the quantum collector send you the handkerchief to Malagorsa? Why not place your literal emotions in a cocktail one-on-one? St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. St. Valentine's Day Mascara. 14th of February 2021. 11am PST Facebook Live. A date for everyone. Hosted by Ms. Noir. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to cooperate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamines. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava mines. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country, as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England. Such a day for a night. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes, ISIS, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in her back pocket as comfortably as Mahoy Hoy on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on Jen. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? And there can be. You have a motorcycle that you want to spit out? Side bags of cool stuff. Talk to Under. Go to skinonskins.com. That's S K I N O N S K I N S.com. You just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather? Go see Under. Everything is handcrafted and understated quality. Fine leather, handcrafted goods for all of your needs. He also does fixes. Maybe you love that jacket. Put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at skinonskins.com at 20th and Mitchell, 2nd Avenue. Skinonskins.com.
My name is Brecker, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, wars, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jacket. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. driving in a 57 Chevy to an old roadhouse. Can you dig it? You know, it's about uh, 1.30, and we're not driving too fast, but we're not driving too slow either. <laughs> <laughs> 
we got a six pack of beer in the car, a few joints, and we're just uh, listening to radio and uh, driving to the old roadhouse. Feed nature. Dig it?
it's bug out square it's tuesday for all practical purposes and uh i've done all i need to do i think at this point and i'm glad that you have done what you need to do have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've been hearing his name all over the land hey this week on bug house square i don't know i'm just trying to <clears throat> i'm just coping like everybody else and and uh um i gotta tell you though Go listen to <laughs> Flat Black Plastic, man. If you come through the website, Flat Black Plastic, Saturdays. Just a great show last week. Um, check that out. And uh, I, I'm doing nothing like that. I just, I, I pulled records. I was trying to do things for the uh, fucking Hatriots. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. But we'll see what you got. It's all good music. I gotta tell you that right now. I'm looking at it. That's a that's a good stack of records there. The time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Kill him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Vigilante man, why does a vigilante man carry that sword or shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land. People that you may know and then see them starving on 
been happy lately Thinking about the good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun Oh, I've been smiling lately Dreaming about the world at one And I believe it could be Someday it's going to come Cause out on the edge of darkness There rides the peace train Oh, peace train, take this country Come take me home again yeah, I've been smiling lately Thinking about the good things to come And I believe it could be Something good has begun Oh, peace train sounding louder Ride on the peace train
Just 